Unpacking it, coming to you from the Athletes in Action All-Star Breakfast. And joining us right now is legendary head coach Tony Dungy. He won a Super Bowl with the Colts and now is an analyst on NBC. Coach, how are you? Thank you very much. Great to be with you. All right. Well, it's great to be with you. And you just finished speaking to the crowd this morning. What was the the message that you really wanted to share with people today? And and what did you want the the takeaway to be? Well, we heard from some great legendary people. Paul Westfall got an award today. David Thompson got an award. Uh, Bobby Jones, Alan Houston, all these guys are talking about their careers, but they're talking about life after sports and then life after life. That's and right. uh, what is that all about? And e- each guy, you know, really speaking from his heart, David Thompson was phenomenal, you know, saying, hey, I, NCAA Player of the Year awards, all-star games, highest paid player at, at one time in professional sports, and saying, you know what, I got to a point where I realized none of that meant anything because my life was spiraling out of control. I didn't have a relationship with Christ. People are looking from the outside saying, wow, David Thompson has everything, and I really didn't have anything. And when you, you know, I remember watching David Thompson and just saying, wow, mm. look at this guy. But understanding it's like that for all of us, that if we don't have that relationship with the Lord, uh, nothing that we can accomplish on earth really is going to mean anything. So it was a special morning to hear some of these great athletes give that message. Absolutely. And so, of course, this is NBA All-Star Weekend. You're an NFL guy, but, but how much do you love the NBA? <laughs> it is so crazy. I was at the Super Bowl last week, and so everybody's coming to me, hey, can I take a picture with you? And I'm, I'm thinking, boy, these people don't understand. I'm just a regular guy. And then I get here, and I start seeing guys, <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, oh, gosh, can I take a picture That's with right. you? And Bill Russell and, and Spencer Haywood and guys that I grew up watching. And so I, I understand the, the thrill of it. I mean, for me, uh, it's just been an unbelievable two days just getting to be around these special special athletes do you follow the nba now oh yes do yes you? i do okay. i do i love basketball basketball was kind of my favorite sport growing up i played in high school i played my first year at university of minnesota and then it became a little too much so i just concentrated on football but i, I love the game and i love to watch it so you travel all over the country you inspire people you, you give plenty of talks and and, and encourage people what about for you? Who, who inspires you, even maybe from the outside looking in? Who, who are some people that, that have just, you know, had, had an impact on you from, from a distance, even today? Well, uh, probably the guy who had the most impact on me was Chuck Noll, my, my coach with the Steelers, and just the way he did things and the way he led us. Uh, Tom Lamphere is another guy. No, no one would know who he is, but he's the chaplain of the Minnesota Vikings. I was there four years, and, and Tom worked with me that whole time. Uh, about being a better person and not necessarily just being a better coach but a better person and so it's been 20 years since I was with the Vikings but we still stay in touch and do things together and uh, Tom inspires me because his goal is just to help these young players and coaches be the best people they can be. Amen. Tony Dungy our guest right now on Unpacking It. We're, uh, we're at the, the NBA All-Star Weekend, the, the Athletes in Action, action All-Star Breakfast. Uh, a lot going on, but, but thankful to spend a few minutes here with Coach Dungy. And, and this week was Valentine's Day, and I, I know that, that marriage is, is very important to you. I'm wondering, though, how do you prioritize 
your, your wife? What, what's the strategy and, and what can be an encouragement to people listening today on how to prioritize your wife? You know, your wife and your family, it, that's what's special. That's what God has given you. But it's difficult because we have obligations and you have jobs and, and certain hours that you have to, to work. And when I was coaching especially, you're on the road, you're at training camp, you have these times where your family doesn't feel like they're important to you. And so how do you make that work and say, I know I have times when I have to be away. I know I have times when my mind is occupied, but you still have to understand that you are the first priority. And that's, that's not as easy as it sounds. And, and, and how is it for, for you to be able to say, okay, I need to invest in my wife so that, that our connection is so strong so that the rest of the family dynamic is also strong? Yeah, the, the kids have to see that. They have to understand that we're together, we're unified. Uh, we try to, uh, especially when we're at home together, to pray in the mornings, pray in the evenings together. Uh, we have to try to get some quality time together. But more than anything, it's, as you mentioned, the kids sing, hey, we're on the same page all the time. That's right. Tony Dungy, our guest right now. And, and you've got uh, the latest book out right now, The Soul of a Team. <laughs> and and I, I've actually read two books about the, the soul and, and inside of us. And so why did you use that word in relation to team? Because I'm fascinated by that word. Yes, it's a team-building book. Uh, people ask all the time. I get asked to speak at high schools and sports teams and businesses and church organizations. How do you put things together? How do you build a winning organization? And so we came up with the acronym SOUL, selflessness, where uh, you're putting the priority, the good of the team first, owning your role, understanding it, but owning it more than anything else, unity and then how do you get those three things to come together you have to have a larger purpose mm. so that's where the soul comes from and we kind of unpack that in the book i love it that, that's great it's called the soul of a team tony dungy's latest book and and of course we, we got to talk a little football even though it's nba weekend it's it's the off season is there a a storyline most intriguing to you at, at this point as we kind of have the next couple of months before the draft well a couple of things i think you see the young coaches coming into the league and what are these guys going to bring in terms of their attitude and are they going to be able to reshape the franchise like uh sean McVay did in la with this just new youthful energy and then this kind of quarterback carousel where are people going to end up i think we're looking at nick Foles now joe flacco going to to denver so who uh, hits this next wave of quarterbacks, Kyler Murray coming into the league, and where is he going to land? Uh, that's always kind of the exciting thing right now. Well, I know for you, you, you waited you know, a while to get that head coaching opportunity, and a lot of these guys are getting it early. They're, they're young coaches. What's the, the, the good side of that and the, maybe the bad side of, of, about getting it early? Yeah, I was a, a young coach, relatively young, 40 years old when I got my job. I had been an assistant for 15 years in the NFL, and I thought I was ready. I thought I knew what to do after 15 years as an assistant, but those first uh, six months on the job, I realized that some things you can't understand until you actually get in that role. So they'll have some eye-opening experiences but the one thing they will have is the ability to relate to these players. Guys being that young and understanding how the young players think, that'll be an advantage for them. Tony Dungy, our guest right now on Unpacking It, talking life, faith, and, and football with him. And, and I know for, for you, life is, is busy. You, you've got a bunch of kids. You've got opportunities around the country to speak. And, of course, you're, you're as an analyst with, with NBC, 
how do you balance th- this this idea of not getting too busy, not hurrying too much, and, and being able to rest in the Lord when you have a lot of opportunities on your plate? Yeah, you know, the Lord does bless you with things that you can do, and you want to take advantage of that and use your platform. But I, I mentioned to you Tom Lamphere, the chaplain of the Vikings. He gave me some advice, and he still writes me about once a year and reminds me, do the things that only you can do, mm. the things that God is going to qualify you to do. If someone else can do it, he'll, he'll find someone else. So just look for those things that there's some little niche that you can have a special impact and follow that. And so that's what I try to pray when I get presented with an uh, opportunity. Is it something I really want to do? Is it something I think will help the kingdom? Mm. That's number one. But then number two, can someone else do it as well as I can? And if they can, maybe that's not the thing for me. But if there's something unique, like today, I had a chance to speak and give the gospel presentation as not a basketball player, but, you know, just an outside voice. So I thought that was unique and special, and it was great. Absolutely. So how hard is it for you to say no? Oh, it's very difficult. (laughs) You know, when people say this is very, very important, and this ministry, it's something, and and we need you, and we need your voice, and you want to help everybody. Uh, But you do understand you have an obligation to your family, uh, keep yourself physically fit, and you know, you just have to pray about it and, and let the Lord guide you. Absolutely. So one other question I always like to hear from guys, what, what are you studying lately? What, what's, what's God been, been teaching you and, and what's kind of been on, on, on the plate? I'm in a phone Bible study with about 50 people. We read uh, during the week and then we get together and discuss it over the phone on a conference call on Wednesdays. And we've actually been going through the Old Testament prophets. We've been going mm. through Jeremiah, Isaiah, and Ezekiel. And there is so much information there and so much leading to Christ. Jesus said that everything in the Bible points to me. And we don't always think of that, but we, we have seen some tremendous things that were written hundreds of years before Jesus came to point it right to him, but also things that are still true today. Mm. You know, that, that sometimes we're not hearing the right voices. We're listening to the false prophets of the world, and we aren't listening to the true voice of, of God. And that's what people had trouble sorting out then. They wanted to do the right thing, but they're hearing all these different voices. Who do we listen to? So it's, it's been very interesting. Was there one prophet that you connected with more than, than other, others? As you I, studied? I think I connected with Jeremiah because he was out there for 40 years telling people, here's what the Lord says, nobody's listening, and God is just telling them to go back, say it again, repeat this. And I, I think of myself, I don't know if I'd take all that negativity. You know, mm-hmm. at, at some point I'd be ready to say, no, Lord, you sent me. They're not listening. I'm finished. But Jeremiah just said, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to honor God's will no matter if the people listen or not. Amen. So last thought is, as you mentioned, being on this call and, and talking with other guys and, and being able to you know, share what you're learning and experiencing together, how important is fellowship oh. in, in life? It, it really is. Um, group fellowship like that, individual fellowship with your wife and your family, uh, fellowship with other guys in, in our church. We have a little three-man group that meets, and we, we kind of discuss things as well. But that is so important, staying on track, because it's very easy for me to develop blind spots. Mm. I think I'm doing the right thing. I'm going here. I'm doing this. I don't always see the negative side of things. But other people saying, hey, are you 
sure that you're on the right track here? Are you doing this right? What's going on in your life? Having that accountability is huge. Oh, man, good stuff from Tony Dungy. Last thought, what, what are you looking forward to most uh, in the offseason for, for you personally? For me, it, it's probably uh, what can, I, I'm really asking the Lord, what can I do in my home community of Tampa? How can I make a difference and make Tampa a better place to live? What can I do for the kingdom right there? Mm, that's awesome. Well, enjoy it and enjoy All-Star Weekend, and, and really great to have you back on Unpacking It, and, and thanks so much. Thank you for the invitation. Appreciate Absolutely. It. There's Coach Tony Dungy joining us here on Unpacking It.